and welcome back to the Death and Betrayal podcast. We're taking a second shot at this because <laughs> uh, OBS uh, tweaked out on us mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. It took us a little bit to fix it. Um, so Vox broadcasts are back up and yes. on deck today. We got Craig. How you doing, Craig? Good. How about yourself? Good. Good. Um, I wish I had written down a little bit more of the banter we had. I know. <laughs> so, uh, it is what it is, though. Uh, <laughs> it was. It was. It was turning out to be a really great episode. Yeah, I and know. I can't even remember what I was talking about now. Neither can I. It's like, like we had we had, through the work week. We had a, we had <laughs> we had a great uh, we had a great conversation going, and it just kind of shit the bed. Yeah, I God can't like I can't even for the life of me remember what it was. Me neither. <laughs> I was thinking about when I was at work today. I was just like, what what were we talking about? It was so good. We were so pumped for it. Yeah, I know. Like we were exciting. We had the ball really rolling. Then... Yeah, and then I was like, "Shit, this <sighs> isn't recording." <laughs> so, um, yeah, we're uh, we're we're gonna get this episode out for you guys pretty quick. I I know it's late, but uh, yeah. probably have it up. Uh, shit, maybe tomorrow day after at the latest. Yeah. So right uh, now we're third recording or the fourth. Our, we're recording our March second. So hopefully the third, fourth at the latest. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. um. Right on. So uh, what, what we're going to go through today, uh, we're going to do a little bit of um, hobby talk. Oh, that reminds me. I know what we were talking about. Oh, okay, great. Istvan 5. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we were talking mm-hmm. a little bit about Istvan 5, like yeah. Phase 3. Um, yeah. And I think we were talking a little bit about Istvan 3, um, mm-hmm. like Return to Istvan as well. Mm-hmm. Spoke to a couple of the guys, and a few of them um, would like to hold off until we get our jabs. So okay. um, that's that's fine. Uh you know, we I've I've already got it written, so even if I'm not even if I'm not around for it, you guys will still be able to run it. Oh yeah. Uh, and you guys will still be able to have a, a nice fun time. I think so. Um yeah, exactly. And just send me lots of pictures. Oh, don't uh, worry. you know, I'm or maybe maybe I'll be able to do it um at uh you know, on one of the times that I'm out, depending on when we do it. But oh. um that is going to lead into Istvan 5, which is phase three. If, if anyone um, checks out uh, littlelegendstudio.com and, and their blog, mm-hmm. um, or even just follows him closely on social media, you'll see that, that he announced kind of the culmination of what we're doing, yes. uh, which is Istvan 5 um, for the 10th anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, fingers crossed that'll be at Adepticon uh, 2022. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, if not, we'll we'll kind of break it out into local events. But um, well, I, I think the, one of the reasons why he decided he wanted to go with his event five rather than his event three is it was it literally has half of the legions. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's got half of the legions, so it opens it up to a little bit more people. Mm-hmm. You know, we had a ton of interest and guys saying, you know, like we want to return to this really like historical reenactment quotes mm-hmm. um, and thematically narrative. Uh, adventure um, mm. you know in, in this universe that we love but i don't play one of those three legions mm-hmm. um or sorry one of those four legions uh, from the start so we expanded yeah. to istvan 5 which is arguably like an even more recognizable and um in uh you know it really kicks off the rising action mm-hmm. of the uh the heresy yeah. so it's a pretty yeah. pretty big significant uh part of the war you know, yeah, because I mean, they literally wipe out three legions, basically. 
yeah exactly so like we've got a good team working on it like mm-hmm. i'm 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 writing it uh and then i'm gonna pass it through uh, another guy dan palfrey mm-hmm. um to uh to give it kind of like a second pass make sure that it looks good and then um i think greg dan is gonna run it yeah adepticon because uh, so you I, want to play yeah because i want to play it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um yeah he, he you know uh when, when we announced when when miles announced phase three um you know, Greg, Greg got pumped and he said like, Hey, like, you know, I want to help. How can I help? And mm-hmm. uh, he's run a ton of events. I think he's even run events at Warhammer world, but Ooh. he's experienced. He knows what he's doing. He'll, he'll be able to game manage it quite a bit. And so we'll probably, we'll probably throw the players pack through a pass at him too, just to, yeah. uh, you know, make sure that, um, or see if he's got any ideas on how to like really, really make, turn it into a cool event. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, you know, give give a little bit of love to the heresy for its well, tenth anniversary. I mean, it's pretty it's pretty exciting that you're uh, going to be writing up the the event. Yeah, part of yeah. It and, we'll uh, be doing the first draft anyway. And then, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it'll go through the the next stages. Um, yeah, but yeah. I mean, it's writing events is what I like to do. I don't love running events. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd prefer to play in them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I was just kind of design the events that that I want to. Um, and I kind of right. just fell ass backwards into it by kind of just being like, oh, hey, like, you know, I'm going to uh, I was talking to Miles about it and I was like, yeah, we got like S-Fan 3 planned. And then um, I've kind of got this S-Fan 5 idea and I kind of mm. walked through it and drew him a map. And he was just like, all right, well, you're the guy now. Like, <laughs> you're, you're, you're the global return to S-Fan like planner. Um, and uh, so, yeah, anyways, we'll, we'll have more updates on that as we yeah. get closer. I, I'm still uh, in the process of solidifying time slots and stuff yeah Um, yeah there's things to be worked out which is actually which brings me to what my hobby has been oh yeah because of this information sweet because so obviously i knew about this yeah um, about a month ago well well before before you get deep Mm -hmm. into that like i'm i'm for once gonna do the agenda oh (laughs) we're gonna do the agenda okay cool we're doing uh, the agenda people this is the this is the intro and now we're about to bridge into hobby talk uh-huh, um uh-huh. and then we've got a listener list um we've we've uh, got two but i already sent the second one over to uh the gentleman here in town steven mm. uh just because uh i think he was looking to make make forge world order so um i sent that to him so we can push that until next time because this episode will probably be a little on the lighter side yeah given we're recording on like a tuesday night uh, <laughs> and then um so anyways that that's around sons of horus um okay. yeah which uh which is ironic because on our our, our underappreciated slash underrepresented factions talk which we're yeah. gonna do third uh the third segment um i was listening to the i Horus's latest episode today and mm. uh i get like i mean we see a fair amount of sons of horus here but i guess yeah. they don't see a lot really in australia yeah um so uh, michael over at the i Horus was saying like you know he does he almost never sees sons of horus and he's shocked because it's i mean it's the legion yeah uh you know on on the forefront of the bad guys it's it's a really good legion like you know, it's yeah. good you good rules um it's a wicked paint color like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh horus is really good abaddon's really good ah, but, uh, abaddon's really good he's he's good being that i do yeah. play sons of horus i don't have i don't like abaddon as much but i do agree with every other point you've made that's fine. Um, but you know, I mean, they're, they're like death dealers is a fucking like a killer, killer rule. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, 
bumping them up to ballistic skill five. Yes. Uh, oh man, I take full advantage of that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, and then in the underappreciated factions, um, we're only going to do two tonight. Um, yeah, we've got a couple that we've got planned out. Yeah. Yeah. We'll sprinkle them into different episodes and stuff mm. here and there. Um, mm. keep things fresh. But mm -hmm. you're going to do uh, salamanders. Yes. We've only got like one local salamanders guy. Uh, Possibly and, two. Um. Darren and no Darren uh, sold most of his stuff, if yeah. not all of his stuff, to uh, Norman. Oh, um, okay, yeah. Yeah. okay, yeah. yeah. So, um, that's uh, yeah, it's 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 good because it's staying it's staying in the yeah, it's staying in, in the, the area, plane, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is but, funny because Darren bought a bunch of my old salamanders off army off. Oh, of me, okay, so. well there you go. So Norman's probably got your old salamander. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, like we used to see a lot more of it. Like my first game was mm -hmm. against Salamanders. Um, and that, that, that gentleman doesn't play anymore. Um, and then, uh, uh, I was going to do solar auxilia cause it kind of ties into the second list. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, I think I'm going to do militia cause I've got a little boner for that again. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. I always do. It, it always just like. It's like that inconvenient chub you got in high school. Like <laughs> that one day that you wore athletic shorts and you have to go answer like a question up on the board. Yeah. And you got just, you just <laughs> yeah. you're sprouting wood and you're just trying to yeah, do everything yeah. in power to hide it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you know, I, have, I have that, that kind of a relationship with the militia. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Cause I don't know. There's just, to me, there's something so romantic about being just a man in the time of giants. Yes. And I like, I love the models for the solar Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. their rules are really really good but sometimes when i'm looking at them i feel like you know it's and, and i mean all the models and the rules were written by one guy yeah and sometimes it just feels almost like a little bit when matt ward wrote like the ultramarine codex mm -hmm. and it's just like oh they're invincible and like they're the best of the best and they get all this like shit that the legions don't get and yeah like their tanks are fast and like leadership 10 across the entire army as long as your guy's alive and yeah no i hear i hear what you're saying i hear what yeah you're saying. yeah they're just like there's not too many downsides to them um i but, think you meant when you said matt war i think you meant the blood angels oh it was it i don't know yeah it was he had a hard on for space marines altogether yeah and, and Elmer, i think yeah and so yeah. they they made them very they got op mm. op anyway OP. but but yeah i know what you mean yeah, yeah. So I mean, like they're they're awesome. Um, uh, you know, I've got a bunch in a box, but uh, I might might send them your way. They might find a new home in my yeah. basement. You won't my... you won't get my Crassus though. Oh. Um, and uh, yeah. But I guess they could fit in a militia army if you did a militia army. They could, but that's actually not where I'm going to put them. Um, oh. So like, uh, if if you want, we can do my hobby talk quickly because most of that was like uh list building because okay. i i had like a massive spasm in my back and then just like couldn't sit yep. comfortably so mm -hmm. all the time that i could sit was spent working yeah, um, yeah. and uh i you know i i when i could i did a little bit of stippling here and there um kind of working through the the last bit of the mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the highlighting slash weathering on the my like 60 or whatever <laughs> fucking ashen claws mm -hmm. um so those those are clipping along and then uh yeah i haven't i haven't really done anything else um because i've just been inconvenienced in yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> um anyway uh yeah so um 
you know, I got all these Mark III Marines and I still have some Blood Angels stuff. Like not a bunch, but, you know, some stuff that I bought back mm. uh, when we were at um, at LVO. And, yeah, 2019. Yeah, yeah. And like I haven't even opened that box of Crimson Paladins yet. And it, like, I mean, we're two years later. Um, and because uh, I could just never find something that I, I, I really, really loved. I really liked Armored Breakthrough. Mm-hmm. Uh, um and and it's cool it's but uh after doing that day of sorrows list um i got kind of like jazzed for that mm-hmm. and you know there's there's like a scene in the lost and the damned where there's just these helpless militia guys <coughs> uh they're out on the front line and like death guard are coming at them and all these ab human helots and mm-hmm. they like deploy a couple like you know some space marines out into the line to like intermixing mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and then throughout the siege, there's like, you know, imagery of shifting lines and getting people out and like, you know, creating a secondary line for people to fall back behind. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, me, I like being different. So, um, uh, there's, oh, oh, I I think we were talking about this when, when the recording got killed, but I was telling you about Howl's Moving Castle. Yes, Uh, you were, because I looked it up. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't watched it yet, you should. I mean, you'll have time tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I got to edit. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, it's not a long movie. <laughs> and uh, anyways, it's it's good. But um, there's a 40k Adeptus uh, Mechanicus strat called Call's mm-hmm. Moving Castle on like okay. 1D4chan or whatever. Um, and uh, it's kind of like, you know, all these bodies kind of built up around Call and they just move around. Mm-hmm. And uh, I it maybe i don't know i think i think that's what it was but i don't really remember but um anyways i i love the mo- i love the rules for astrochrone like judiciary mm-hmm. um astrochrone and he's like the commander of the 94th company i wish that he did have master of the legion but uh he doesn't unfortunately um and then you know i kind of realized like oh you know what i could use the crassus for my day of sorrows blood angels mm-hmm. um and I created a 3,000 point list called Crone's Moving Castle. Okay. <laughs> um, so uh, I, I, I need I need someone with Master of the Legion so that I can get um, the the right award, Day of Sorrows. So I went with the Delegatus and Terminator armor because mm-hmm. he can still take a Blade of Perdition. So the Delegatus gets a little more mileage out of him than say like a Raven Guard Delegatus. Um, I put a Vigilator in there because I love Vigilators, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, and then Judiciary uh, Astrochrone. Um, and then I put two full strength, so 20 man tactical marine squads, two of them with chainsaws, bolters, and a vexilla. Mm-hmm. Sergeants have artificer, artificer armors and power weapons. Mm-hmm. And then uh, a unit of 10 tactical support marines with plasma guns and chainswords. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Four crimson paladins. Uh, and they're, they're in a land raider Phobos uh, with armored ceramite and a dozer blade. So I've uh, like, I've got that kicking around. Um, and, uh, and the, the delegatus will go in that. So he, he's in Tartarus Terminator armor. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, 10 veteran space Marines. Uh, they're in a rhino with a pintle mounted multi-melta and they've got co- nine combi weapons and melta bombs. And mm-hmm. uh, the sergeant has artificer armor and a power weapon. Um, so I can give them stalkers and then, you know, scout them up and then have them race at something, get out another six inches, and hopefully they're close enough to get Melta. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I think I, I don't think Scout gives out flank, but because I don't think the vets can like 
do that outflanking trick anymore. But um, mm, yes, they can. Oh, they can. Okay, yep. great. I, yeah. I I don't I haven't used vets very often. When they I can't do the uh, rending trick anymore. Okay. Oh, yeah. the sniper. So, yeah. Yeah, the sniper. Yeah. With yeah. flamers. Yeah. 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 Um, I still can, but it's not with vets. Uh, and actually, on that note. Um, Aster Crone has two hand flamers, and he at like part of his rules are uh, you roll a d3 at the start of the game, and you can nominate up to d3 units. Mm. Uh, that if he shoots against them with his um, his hand flamers, he gets shred and rending. <laughs> so just a little quick to just a little mini version of the crap that I usually do with my Raven Guard anyway. Yeah. Um, and then I've got nine seekers uh, just with. Bolters, um, mm -hmm. artificer armor, power weapon, melt bombs on the sergeant, uh, and then I threw, and then those fit inside the two Crassus armored transports. Uh, okay. Yeah, so like it's two Crassus armored transports, the Rhino that I can scout up or have it hook through the side, and then a Land Raider um, behind that, and uh, so just las cannons everywhere. And then uh, it just moves up and it just disgorges them when they have to, right? So then I can kind of take advantage of the um, fearless within three inches. Mm -hmm. uh, I can't get pinned. So if the crasses blow up, <laughs> like mm. I'm just going to walk away from it or whoever's still alive in yeah, there yeah. is going to walk away from it. Um, and then hopefully, yeah, it, it'll, I don't know, it, it'll be fun. It'll be high risk, high reward. And yeah. the kind of theme behind it is like, oh shit. Like we've got more guys coming in, we need to bolster the lines. So, Crone's moving castle rushes up, and they all get out. And then Crone's got some kind of cool, cool little tricks. So, um, he's not the warlord; uh, he mm -hmm. can be, but um, he can't if I want to run a right of war. So, with the Delegatus and Terminator armor, the Delegatus has to be the warlord. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, yeah, Crone's Crone's kind of cool. So, like the first time you you kill him. Uh, the player controlling Crone rolls a D4 or D6, sorry, and on a four yep. plus, he goes into ongoing reserves. Okay. So you didn't actually kill him. He just like mm. comes back on the table edge. Full strength? Uh, I don't think it's full strength. I've got the rules right here, actually. It's still open. Um, the ghost. Uh, no, he goes in with a single wound remaining. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But still, it's it's fucking cheeky. No, it is for sure. Uh, yeah, which I like it. So he's he's again he's one of those things where like, you know, his rules virtue of judgment at the start of the game after deployment, but before the first turn is declared, roll a d3. Mm -hmm. You may select the number um, to be selected uh, by the angel's wrath whenever crone or a destroyer's or angel's tears unit is used to make a shooting attack against a unit marked with the angel's wrath. Mm -hmm. His hand flamer attacks are made with the shred and rending special rules. Um, so. Uh, you know, you, you've got to kind of like shoot at them with destroyers or angels tears. And then, so people are like, Oh my God, well, Kroon can't take jump pack. So, you know, I won't get the most out of his, uh, his hand flamers, but unless at, at a point I like add some angels tears or some destroyers, mm -hmm. but he doesn't have to go with them. Right. Um, but he's got the safe shard axe, which is um, strength plus one, AP three, melee rending. But now, mm. because he can go with anything, I throw him in a unit of 20 tactical Marines. If he gets charged or ch or they charge something else, Aster Crone has rad grenades. So mm. um, all those, all those uh, blood angels that are already normally wounding on a three plus with their chain swords are now wounding on two plus. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they're going to, 
they're going to teach the world eaters a thing or two oh, about oh. gratuitous <laughs> violence. Oh, right. Um, yeah. So that was pretty much my hobby progress. And then I made like a militia list. Um, mm-hmm. I was dinking around with, but we can talk about that in the mm-hmm. other section. So you were saying, though, that getting, you know, you were pushing denim over Istvan 5. Yes. So back to um, repeating what I said. Mm-hmm. This time, maybe it will be recorded. Um, so when we when we discussed the whole return to Istvan 5 thing and it was coming to late that there was a good chance, depending on, you know, restrictions that we were going to be going to uh, Chicago for Adepticon in 2022, yep. I decided that yeah, maybe my Emperor's children were needing to be put on the back burner for a little bit because... And I feel like I'm repeating myself, but you guys haven't heard this. Uh, when I when I've thought about when I started building my world eaters, the whole plan was to use them if we ever got to the point where we were doing a return to, or uh, we were doing um, siege on terror. And I had this image in my head of a mastodon d- disgorging vast amounts of inducti, yeah, against the well blood angels, whoever. The, the lonely militia, maybe the solar ox, you know, someone in front of them holding the, uh, you know, the Imperial Palace. Yep. Um, I had this image and I think with, you know, Adepticon and, and this return to Istvan 5 and this, you know, large event, because it's, it's going to be a uh, apocalypse size game, right? It's going to be huge. And... I thought, well, maybe it's time to start gunning towards doing that. So my plan is, and we talked about this before, but obviously no one heard of this, uh, was either one Mastodon and two Spartans and just unloading mass amounts of butchers and dreadnoughts and and, and duck die or two Mastodons, which... Yeah, I recommended two Mastodons. Yeah, well, that's also $1,200. Yeah, well, you know, you make good money. Uh, I make decent money. Sell one of your kids. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, or a kidney, or you know, something. But yeah, no. So I was, I, uh, I, I really think that that's what my I'm going to be gunning for. I mean, I'm going to have to do a lot in the next year because I'm kind of aiming for the five thousand point range. Um, I I'm going to have to do a lot to get to that point. Because uh, right now I think I may be sitting at completely painted, maybe. 2600 so i'm about halfway there but it's not what i'd be taking to adepticon kind of thing mm-hmm. um what are you hoping to get to for adepticon i mean like you know you'll probably need because this event will probably be in the evening yeah. uh, i think so like we can still play in the other stuff you're gonna bring two armies or are you just gonna bring like i think i, I think i bring three thousand points yeah yeah i think i bring i got well i got my i could uh work on my dark angels would love to finally get them uh seeing some play um my sons of horrors are always fun to play uh my death guard have never seen the battlefield you know so there's options mm-hmm. there's options yep. and again if i brought my death guard i could be something i could you know tie in to the return to istvan 5 event mm-hmm. um I, I don't think i'd expand them right now I I mean they're sitting at about three thousand points. They're doing pretty good. They're fully painted, um, and they're pretty brutal the way they are. You know, twenty five three 
2,500 to 3,000 point range. Um, so I'm happy with them uh, where they are. I don't really, they're not like my favorite army. They're just an army that I thought I could, you know, make a fun list with and, you know, have a thematic around the the lore of the Death Guard. Um, mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I think that'd be a fun one just to putz around at Adepticon with. So maybe, yeah, maybe my Death Guard and my World Eaters might sh- make a trip to Chicago. Yeah, there you go. So, I mean, I mean, the, like the World Eaters, and uh, I feel like a broken record, but like again, no one heard this. Um, they are one of my main armies. They are one of the ones I'm planning on building up to a fairly sizable range. Like I think my Dark Angels are well over twelve thousand points right now. Sons of Horus are sitting at seven thousand, seven eight thousand points. My World Eaters are probably going to be around the same as my Sons of Horus. Mm-hmm. So they're 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 going to be one of my main armies. Um, I love them. I love the lore. I've been a big fan of the World Eaters for a long time. So this is just kind of where yeah. I want to go, and I figure this is the motivation I need. I have a goal: twenty twenty two, May, March, April. Let's let's do it. Let's head that way. So I've got about a year to get, you know, a sizable World Eaters army up and going. So that's yeah. my plan. That's my plan. Perfect. Uh, I'm going to bring my Raven card. I figured. So that means um, yeah. hopefully, hopefully I'll be butchering Raven guard. Um, <laughs> I can't remember what the map looks like. Uh, we've checked this out before. Raven guard were facing. Oh, they off were, here. they were off against the sons of Horus. I think. They were, yeah. they were. No, no. Was yeah. it the sons of Horus? I thought it was the, they hooked world into leaders. the side. It was the sons of Horus and yeah, actually it might've been the world leaders. And I didn't, I didn't it. Yeah, we talked about that. Span five mm-hmm. map. <laughs> We're gonna look at it again. Let's take a look. Let's take oh, a look. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Uh, okay, that's friggin' frustrating. Just show me the picture. Um. Yeah, actually, you're right. Uh, they they. Well, we're both right. They go into the. Um, they have four, four spear tips going into the uh, Sons of Horus. They have three going into the World Eaters and one going into uh, the Phoenician okay. w- with the Iron Hands because the Iron Hands focused everything into kind of like two prongs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the Salamanders were spread pretty thin against um, Legio Mortis, Traitor Solar Exilia slash Imperial Army. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, the Death Guard. Um, so those that, poor squished humans got fucking dicked on pretty hard. Yeah. Uh, oh, and actually, no, the Raven Guard didn't go into them. They're there. They're kind of in like there's another detachment of Imperial Army in a pocket mm. between the World Eaters and the the Emperor's Children. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, I think, and I think we're like looking at the same that's map. Their, yeah, it's their drop zone, and then they have the drop zone at the back. So, um, if there's I mean, there's not a ton of Raven Guard players, but uh, hopefully there'll be somebody else. So mm-hmm. I'll probably end up just playing Raven Guard and everything. Uh, but I'm gonna work on like my Agapito Tactical Company. Okay. I'll have them kind of like land in the back, like in the main landing zone, mm-hmm. um, and then kind of drive forward. Um, and then I'll have like my drop pods and drop assault Vanguard and stuff just slap down mm. on in the front zone there. Um, yeah, I think that's, that's probably how I'll do it. But if the, you know, 
hopefully I can find some other people that are playing Ravengard and and then if they're if they're going jump heavy and drop troop heavy, then I'll yeah. just focus on my and then I can bring something else. Maybe I'll bring some Imperial Army guys to go along on the side. And then if they're okay. running like if they're running decap strike, then I can run like liberation strike mm. um, or liberation force or whatever it's called. Um, which is part of the reason why I'm I constantly have like a big old boner for mm-hmm. the militia because there's so many things that it can just like work into. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I, I hope that like at some point we get like a right of war for Siege of Terra armies that mm. like will allow it. Like kind of like um, Army of Dark Compliance. Yeah. Like same sort of thing. Like let let me build one army out of um, militia and Astartes. Um, yeah. And I can kind of take you know you'd have to take a Force Commander and like a Praetor or someone with Master of the Legion. But yeah, I mean that's that's the dream. That's yeah. Thing, right? Well, hopefully. I mean, we'll see what happens come. Uh, we'll see what happens come. Like, I'm sure there's going to be a, a, hopefully, a black book on Siege of Terra. Uh, I think the black books are done, but um, uh. Uh, Matt Matt Kane had a kind of a cool, a cool idea where like they may create like a new game that's Siege of that, like called Siege of Terra. Mm-hmm. Um, or like a, a new box set might be called Siege of Terra or something. Okay. And then you could play it that way, and who knows? I mean, I don't know. It's all speculation, but it's cool speculation. I like yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, did you get any work done on on any new World Eater stuff or on those Malkadors or anything? Uh, nope. Unfortunately, hmm. no. Uh, you posed a Leviathan. I did, but that was for my Emperor's children. Yeah. And I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty stoked with the way that the the pose is working out. Too bad I didn't have a, when I ordered the Leviathan, I ordered two storm cannons, and I, with the pose that I'm going for, I need a storm cannon and a power or a fist of some sort. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm waiting for the next Forge World order to make that happen. Yeah. So, but I think that um, Leviathan is going to get put on the shelf for. I'm going to work on the Emperor's Children here and there just to take a break from the World Eater stuff. But I think yep. for the most part, I think I'm going to take a break and focus heavily on the World Eaters because I've got a lot of work ahead of me to get ready for. You got a year. You got a year. Yeah. Yeah. But. I mean, you're I, already what? Like 1,500 points painted and ready to go? Well, technically, well, 1,500 points of what I want to use for the uh, for the event. Yes. Uh, I have that um, glaive that I painted too. Oh, okay. So I mean, but I guess I could bring that. That would be yeah. that'd be useful in a big game. Yeah, you can do like Leviathan Force Org. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I'll probably have like all bets are off. Actually, I probably won't even have Force Orgs. I'll just be like, fucking bring it all. Yeah, bring <laughs> like you know that's that's yeah. the dream. Just bring Muster what you what have. You've got, and then you know if the traders don't have enough, well, they should have been better prepared. <laughs> um, I'm going to be bringing like probably 5,000 points of Raven Guard. Well, um, that could be fun. It's not all going to look great because some of it will be my old paint style, but whatever. Some Come of it will be my new paint style. No, don't, 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 don't be like that. It looks some of it old... might be even, even newer paint style. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it looks fine. It looks oh, fine. it looks it good. It just won't match. Um, no, I know. But I mean, at the same time, at this point, I'm going to update all the bases, which is actually. Okay really really easy 
They'll uh, they'll bring them, they'll bring some cohesiveness to it. Right? Yeah, yeah, it will. I'm just gonna slap like typhus corrosion over the like deserty bases that I have. Yeah, to like darken them a little bit, and then I'm just gonna do that like weathering powder thing that I did uh, uh -huh. for uh, like Nerat Kirini. Um, yeah, it'll look good. Yeah, for and sure. it'll be fun. I'm sorry, but that was young. Yeah, yeah, no worries. So, um, I mean, you know, our, our listener list is uh, gonna be kind of. Kind of in line with this fan five as well, but um, it's not particularly themed around it. Okay. Uh, where is this guy? Okay. Yeah. So um, I'm going to read the email out. So Blair writes, uh, Hey guys, I've been a long time fan of the fluff, but I haven't taken the plunge into creating and completing a full army. Though I do collect miniatures that I like to paint. I'm currently reading Saturnine again and no spoilers. I'm really inspired to create a sons of Horus 2,500 point force representing their preferred tip of the spear combat doctrine. Okay. I've tinkered with army lists, but I have zero gaming experience. I constantly hit brick walls when trying to strike the balance between fun and uh, effective. Mm -hmm. So not OP, but not a pushover. So I've turned to you for some expert help. I'm okay. not attached to any particular right of war, but I would like to have the list include a unit of Gisteran and a unit of Reavers to represent the elite of the first company. So his theme is first company. Okay. Nice and easy. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, we we've talked about we've we've workshopped. I think first company before, um, not mm -hmm. for a listener list, but just when we were doing the the Sons of Horus um, episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, I do have some unpainted models available that could be included, but it's not a necessity. So he's got a Legion Champion, a Master of Signals, a Sicker Inventor, a Lightning Strike Fighter, and a Charybdis, and I love Destroyers. I don't want to use any special characters, but for narrative purposes, the warlord would be Falcus Kyber, who often led the Jesteran in Abaddon's stead. So keep up the good work, and any help would be appreciated, guys. So we talked about Kyber before in that same mm -hmm. that same uh, thing, and, yep. and I, I talked about using him as like a warmonger, mm -hmm. um, but we need somebody who has Master of the Legion. Yes. Um, so I made him a Praetor in, in Terminator armor. I gave him a Paragon Blade and Digital Lasers. Okay. It's pretty simple. Not yeah. super expensive. He's 170 points. Yeah, but, but very effective. Yeah, Especially and, with and just that's Darren kind of Rakti Terminator. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then um, I've got a Champion with Artificer armor, Bolt Pistol, Paragon Blade, Refractor Field, and Jump Pack. So now my question is, list. Yeah, go ahead. does that Champion go with the Reavers? Uh, we'll get there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, keep up the good work, and any help would be appreciated, guys. Cheers. Uh, and then we had like some back and forth, and he said that he also has a fire raptor unassembled as well. Um, okay. Yep. I can't remember if I put it in here or not, but uh, we'll get there. We'll go down the list. Uh, yeah. So uh, and then uh, for his right of war, I actually went with the reaving. Oh. Okay. Yeah, um, so let me just pull that up again. I think that's page 82. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This is the wrong list. <laughs> it's page 82 in the Legion's book. <laughs> I was in the uh, the army list. Oh, the army list? Yeah. What's Actually, on page 82 of the army list? Uh, Lords of War. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't remember which one it was, but wow. a Lord of War is on there, I think. Um, 
Right on. So the Sons of Horus unique right of War, the Black Reaving. So for those of you that aren't familiar with it, uh, the effects are encirclement. Uh, any non-vehicle unit, which is part of the detachment using this right of war, which enters play from reserve other than by deep strike, has the fleet special rule on the turn it arrives. Okay. Uh, cut them down. Units with the Legion of Stardes, Sons of Horus special rule, taken as part of this detachment using this right of war, gain the Rage special rule when they successfully charge an enemy unit which is already engaged in an ongoing insult, assault. So that should help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, Reaver Onslaught, Sons of Horus Legion Reaver squads may be chosen as troop choices for the detachment using this right of war. And the Eye of the War Master, Jesteran Terminator, is chosen as part of the detachment using this right of war, gain the Deep Strike special rule. So that's why I was okay putting Kyber as a Praetor, because mm. he's going to get, um, or the Jesteran are going to get uh, the Deep Strike special rule. Yes. Um, so I, he, he won't be able to join them, but it's going to be kind of funny the way that I set it up, I think. Um, okay. So <clears throat> limitations, detachments in this right must take a Master of Signal as a compulsory HQ choice, in addition to the Praetor or other characters whose presence allows for the use of a right of war. Detachments in this right of war must take more fast attack choices than heavy support choices from the force organization chart for the mission type they're using. So, for example, if the force canes, contains three fast attack choices, it may also contain up to two heavy support choices. So that made it a little bit tricky. Mm-hmm. Um, and then detached using this right of war must take an additional comp trope choice. Uh, so you got to have three. Um, that's actually what I screwed up, but okay. not terribly. I can fix it. Okay. Uh, it's going to be nice and easy. Uh, and primary detachments using this right of war may not take fortification um, detachments. So uh, originally what I was going to do with this, which I thought was hilarious, was mm-hmm. uh, put like the 19 tactical space Marines mm-hmm. in the Charybdis and put the master signal in there. Okay. Uh, but uh, instead, what we're going to do here is we're going to fix this real quick. We're going to go down to 10 Tactical Space Marines. We're going to duplicate that. And... This is live, guys. This, this is, is live. live. <laughs> yeah, I'm just tweaking her a little bit. Uh, so the Charybdis has a capacity of 20. Um, and I put his Primaris in there and six Jet Bike Sky Hunters. Okay. Um, with two Volkite culverins. So I'm going to switch those back to heavy bolters. And what am I going to take off here? And I don't really need the melta bombs on that, on the chieftain. We can ditch that. Okay, perfect. Um, did I do all that? Yeah, I did. Okay, awesome. Yeah, so uh, right on. Okay, so we fixed it. We're back down to 2,500. Okay. Um, so we've got the Praetor and Terminator armor, Falcus Kyber. We've got the champion. Uh, so in my mind, he kind of takes the place of that um, the leader of the Reavers from Horus Rising. Mm-hmm. 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 And then the Master Signal is just a fucking nobody because he just has to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to have 15 Reavers. Uh, and they uh, all have chain axes. Uh, including the the chieftain. Okay. And they have jump packs. Okay. And they all have Volkite chargers. So we were talking about that death dealer. 
Yeah. Now you're you're gonna be in range for that death dealer. Yes. <laughs> um, and fifteen Volkite chargers. That's thirty Volkites hitting a BS two. Like, get ready to melt Martian style. Yeah. Uh, and then we're gonna have um, uh, two squads of tactical space marines. So mm-hmm. they have chain swords, and I gave the sergeants. Oh, so they, they, and they have extra weapons. They do. Yeah. Okay, just to make sure. Uh, or sorry, I, I, no, no, they don't. I didn't do bolters. I did chain swords. So I did despoilers. Oh, okay. And and I did that because um, the reavers are all close combat, and so it's supposed to be tip of the spear. Okay. Um, okay yeah, but yeah. but feel free to change that. Um, what you could do be super easy. Like for example, if you wanted to change that on one of them, you could go bolters, uh, give them additional chain swords if you wanted, and then ditch like the power fist on the two sergeants. Um, it's up to you. You can play with that a little bit. The point is you need two tactical space marine squads. Yes. Um, but the reavers being troops that adds to your third compulsory. Yeah. Troops, so, um, you could take that. And then the elites are 12 just Um, so 12 combi bolters, two with power weapons and 10 with power fists. Um, just cause if you're standing out in the open, you might lose a couple guys. So yeah. face those power sword guys. Or power axes, whatever you choose, but power mm-hmm. weapons face those towards whoever's going to be shooting at you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, they'll be the first ones to go and you don't lose any power fists, which yeah. are expensive. Yes. Uh, and then Primaris Lightning Strike Fighter. Um, so three two wing mounted Kraken penetrators and ground tracking auguries so that you can get that sweet, sweet ballistic skill too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, or sorry, ballistic skill four or five, sorry. Yes. Um, yeah. Hitting on twos. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then uh, five jet bike sky hunters, um, all with heavy bolters, and then the Charybdis assault claw. So pack the Charybdis assault claw full of ten of those tactical space marines. I'm thinking uh-huh. the ones with just the chain swords, so the spoilers. Yeah. Um, but again, you can do whatever you want. Uh, and then I would pack the Praetor and the Master Signal in there, and I would throw the champion in with the Reavers, um, right? Because you're trying you're trying to create a point where they're all going to converge all of a sudden right in your face, and then you want them making multiple charges. Yes. Right, so you can weaken stuff down with the Volkite Chargers. Uh, the Primaris Lightning Strike Fighter is going to help you out with your um, uh, your what's it called? Sorry, your vehicles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you have to take a second fast attack choice in order to get the heavy support slot. Yeah. So you got to take two because you have to have more fast attack than heavy support. Can't have the same. Yeah. Right. So in order to get the Charybdis in there, which you're going to want, and Charybdises are pretty tough to crack like even when they come down first turn right mm-hmm. but um the master signal he's got the cognis signum and an uncio vox so uh you know maybe think about dropping them out if you're feeling squirrely, <coughs> if you're feeling dangerous because i don't i don't think the nuncio vox works if it's inside of a vehicle correct no it does not yeah does. exactly so um you won't get that but um if he's still alive uh which he probably would be um because, you know, you can drop out of the Charybdis if you want to, but I would probably leave it in there and then just risk the the Deep Strike mishaps because mm-hmm. um, it's only a six-inch bubble anyway, right? So you're going to really pack all your stuff in nice and tight, which isn't necessarily a bad thing for mm. um, for uh, what's it called? Sorry. Um, shit, maybe we shouldn't no. do this in the week. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, that That's not necessarily a bad thing um to just have them wait and then you can have 
the attack squad and Kyber and the master signal charging out okay. of the Charybdis, right? Because like I said, the Charybdises are pretty tough. They're not, yes, they are. They're not down. easy to take down at all. Yeah, I mean, they've got Jink and they've got five hull points and, and they have storm launchers. So like they're going to fucking, they're going to knock something up pretty quick and yeah. then they have the melta ram so you can start just running it into shit afterwards but it's going to come down first turn um you could leave the the jet bike sky hunters on the table first turn if you wanted to mm-hmm. uh and then um you know if if you wanted to make one of the squads of tactical marines not have chain swords and just have them with bolters you could outflank them or you could park them on a back objective and just have them take pot shots yeah uh and then you know your reavers are scoring your justaren are scoring so you've got four scoring units which is a good amount mm-hmm. and the jet bike sky hunters are there mostly as a harassment unit but also they're going to help you if you run into shit like custodians or demons um mm-hmm. where you're going to need need a lot of guns um, yes yes and so even five jet bikes are, are going to help but they're also tough like their yeah. toughness five and so that's kind of why i was like ah. toughness five ap2 or armor two. armor two yeah exactly so it's so. like they'll they'll be a good unit to keep on the table right away if you want them Mm-hmm. you know if the, if he's got stuff that's standing out in the, the open like marines or whatever yeah but because it's not a vehicle um uh it is jet bikes but anyways you can deep strike them you can do just about anything you want with them right mm. you, get, you get a lot a lot of mobility out of them so i mean you could start everything in reserve if you wanted and then just drop the the drop claw in Mm-hmm. which is very much like here's the tip of the spear and then turn two and three, everything else comes in around it. Yeah. Uh, because literally everything except for that tactical space Marine squad that you can't fit in the Charybdis with it, mm-hmm. he's going to do that. Right. Um, when I was originally doing this, I still had my thought of Kyber being like a warmonger in my head. So yeah. I was like, Oh, he'll just come down with the Justaren. Um, But this right of war, would work better if you put a badden in it because a badden I think has deep strike. He does. Uh, yeah, exactly. So um, this the, like it would function a little bit better if you put uh, a badden in there. I don't know what his point cost is. Um, mm, Abaddon is, I believe. Um, does he have like a? Yeah, this is the only thing that kind of bugs me a little bit about quartermaster is sometimes i don't want like i don't need to know that you could just put crisis mortog like it doesn't have to be section leader crisis mortog yeah um or like spearhead century and casterman worth see I, my books are down in the basement not upstairs so i yeah, can't yeah, yeah. No, uh... that, that's fine that's fine um i mean i don't know he's around here somewhere but uh man why can't i see him yeah, give me, like, just give me a sec. I'm gonna have to. No, nah, he's up. he's gonna be. He's yeah, fuck it. Which I should just open the book up. It would have been faster. Um, Malagers is equal to bad, and there he is. Uh, he's 215 points. So like, you'd have to cut some other shit, but um, you know, he comes with a power fist, and you can swap that for a power sword as well, and then you get a little bit of of um, you know. Dual, dual duty out of him. Yeah, he, yeah. His definitely... teleporter assault is his deep strike, but yeah. And then he is marked for dark fates, marked by dark fates, which helps in his survivability. Yes, he's also does. weapon skill seven, so he's like a praetor level weapon skill. Yes, he's um, he's he's up there. He's he's pretty good. I mean, he's being that he has a power fist and power sword, uh, or power. Yeah, 
he i mean there's some things where he's lacking like a a, a paragon blade is so much better yep. yeah um i mean the other option you could do here as well which is completely completely open um because then you could put two tactical space marine squads in the charybdis is you can swap the champion out for a praetor and then you can make a warmonger in terminator armor Okay. Right. And you can do that. And then Kyber's the warmonger. He's not the guy who's giving, he's not going to be your warlord in that case. I did this just because I figured, you know, based on his email, yeah. he wanted Kyber to be the warlord, but you could still technically have Kyber there. He just wouldn't be the warlord. He's just leading the Jesteran. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. then you could have the guy who's in charge of the Reaver companies um mm. as your praetor yes. and that that would be a super easy fix right i mean shit i could do that right now in just about two seconds this is a real good ad for quartermaster but you know we're going to do a praetor and we're going to do a warmonger in terminator armor add two units right um praetor we're gonna gonna give that bad boy uh his paragon blade mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we're not gonna mastercraft it because we're just gonna keep it cheap Digital lasers, iron halo, just to keep him tough, and a jump pack. He's 185. Um, and then, you know, we'll have to tune something down, but probably just take down the jet bikes a little bit. But again, okay. that's fine. We'll give uh, Kyber a combi weapon, and we'll give him, uh, let's go power fist, but you can give him pretty much anything power fist, uh, chain fist, or a thunder hammer. Mm-hmm. Dealer's choice on that one. Um, and then that's that's all he needs, right? And then pff, we're 10 points high. So all we got to do uh, is we can ditch the power fist on the other the other sergeant. Yeah. Right? And um, you could go crazy with it and give him a heavy chainsword just for fucking shits and giggles because I like heavy chainswords. But he can mm-hmm. take one for five points. Um, and there you go. We're at 1,500 points again. Right? So nice and easy. Praetor mm-hmm. goes with the Reavers. And then the Warmonger, Falcus Kyber. Goes with the twelve Justerin. You're not really getting the utility out of um, the deep strike. You're just really making sure that he has it. Yeah. But that then means that you can really pull some crazy shit because you could, like, at the start of a game, you know, you could have your reavers in deep strike. You could put your two tactical squads down on the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, put the master of signal with one of them, mm-hmm. and then you could just have an empty like distraction cryptus. Yeah, <laughs> and you can just be like, "There you go." Here's being that it's not, right? not a dedicated transport, you could pick up anybody you needed to afterwards. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So you could draw, like, you could throw, or you could throw ten tactical space marines and the master of signal in the drop pod. Have that come down. Mm-hmm. Just have that float around, and then you could throw Falcus Kyber with the other squad of tactical space marines, maybe the ones that have bolters, and then just turn, you know, Death Dealer bolters and Death Dealer. Volkites on one target, mm-hmm. deep strike on both sides of it, and then grease it. Yeah, right? and then whichever whichever unit gets tar- gets charged, the other one's right there to charge in and get rampage. Yeah, and tear apart. Right. Um, yeah, it's definitely a cohesive. Uh, you need them to be working together. They wouldn't yeah. work effectively on their own. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I think the list is going to do fairly well. Mm-hmm. Like I said, the Charybdis is good. You can ram it into shit. Its frame yeah. launchers are good. Um, you know, your your Terminators, they've got Power Fist, but you're going to have 10 of them probably getting into combat with anything. So 
that alone is going to help, right? You're going to yep. be strength eight punch and shit. So you don't really need the melta bombs or anything. The master signal is going to give you an orbital bombardment, mm-hmm. um, which will help with vehicles and the, the lightning strike fighters loaded up with Kraken penetrators to come in and screw up any vehicle. So, um, you know, I don't know what your meta looks like, uh, but this will be fun and effective. And, and I think it's going to be fun because you're going to have to really think about what you're doing yeah. and you're going to have to have a lot of overlap in what you're doing as well. Right. Um, so, I mean, there, and, and the fact that the Charybdis is not a dedicated transporter is going to give you so much flexibility in what you're doing. Like you could just throw, if you went with this, this new HQ coordination, the Praetor in the jump pack, the Warmonger and Terminator armor mm-hmm. and the master of signal, like you could throw the master of signal just in the back, hide them in the ruins, like with no line of sight, mm-hmm. uh, just to be cheeky and then throw a Charybdis with 20 assault Marines down. Um, or, you know, you can just you can do just about anything you want with it. It's incredibly flexible. Yes. Uh, and you can play some mind games with people as well, but it's going to be striking pretty quick. Um, the only gap, it's unavoidable when you're doing, you know, a spear tip or like teleportation or, or reserve things mm-hmm. uh, in general, is that you're going to run into the, the trick where... Um, if you're up against, say, me and my 3,000-point tactical company for the Raven Guard, yeah. I have two Land Raider Proteuses in there with Explorator webs. Um, They're so going to be effing with your yeah, deployment. Yeah, so like your, your turn th- like your turn two when you're rolling for reserves, you're going to be only getting them on on a 5+. plus. Um, so you get a 66% chance that they're not going to come visit you mm-hmm. uh, and just hopefully give me the edge that I need. Um but, you know, that's what makes the game fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. Yep. You're going to run into different shit all the time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, well, Blair, um, I hope that answers your questions. I know we changed it a little bit last minute, but uh, I, I think I like this new. Uh, I like it. I like it. I yeah. think it's a, it's I like a good list. I like the new kit that I just tweaked uh, a little bit better than I liked it before. And like, and, and the thing is, like, use this as a jumping off point. Like, it's ideas. If you don't like something, change it, work with it. You know, we're just here to really yeah. help, guide. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Right. Yeah. So, like, just one thought off the top of my head, if you don't like jet bikes and you don't want them, like, it's 220 points, but you can open up some more points if you go with, like, three javelins. Yeah. Because those are 65 points a piece. Right. Mm-hmm. So, well, uh, if you arm them with the multi melters are 65, 55. Yeah. Still. Yeah. Like, exactly. like you, the, the, and javelins are another great, great unit. Very yeah. versatile, very effective, yeah. worth their points. Usually yeah, make their so, points back quickly. Exactly. If you've got a heavy vehicle meta, like, you know, guys love bringing just lots of fucking big tanks and shit. Yeah. You're a little bit worried about how this would go. I would swap the jet bike for a squadron of three javelins with multi multas and yep. rockets. Yep. Um, and watch tanks disappear quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And then, you know, you can deep strike them or outflank them. Yep. Exactly. Uh, now you're in the butt you know mm-hmm. they've got a charybdis it's still fast moving it still fits the theme yep um so it's kind of dealer's choice on that one i'm not married to the jet bike idea i just i don't know i don't know why i picked it i just did yeah, yeah. i think it's because like armin's used jet bikes to tremendous effect in his mm-hmm. Alpha legion mm-hmm. and this is kind of a similar strat to what he does somewhat this is a little more concentrated but he kind of like surrounds you yeah he uh, definitely doesn't envelope just, on you yeah it gets on top of you yeah uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
Uh, I think he tabled me last time I played his Alpha Legion. He last time it, I played his Alpha Legion, time. he did table me. Yes, I fucked it though. Like I really made a mistake that just cost me the whole thing, and he was just like, "Oh my god, like you're done." I had him on the ropes. Like I, I was like, "This is gonna be it. This is gonna be the time that I beat him." Yeah. And then I like I was running the event. It was the end of the day. It was the last game. Like I had to jump in last minute. Yeah. And uh, I forgot that the Storm Eagle has a fucking back door. Oh yes, I remember <laughs> and I got this. Out the side. And he was like, "Why would you do that?" And I was like. I, I don't know. Um, and then they just like, yeah. So he was able to like multi-charge the storm Eagle and the guys. And then he blew the storm Eagle up. And then it was just like, it was game over from that point forward. Cause he was game in my over, back man. Line. Game over. Um, yeah. He was in my back line. Like, and I had set up kind of like a cool defense too, where I was just like, okay, I know he's going to try to outflank me. Mm-hmm. So now if he outflanks me, the only place he can do it is in this middle kill box that I set up. But yeah. then I just let him kill everything in the back box. Yeah. Um, and I just got screwed. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, lessons learned, but lessons learned. That's why, well, he, that's why he wins so much. <laughs> well, he is a, he's a, he's a great he's a tactical player. player. Yeah. You know, like, um, that's the one thing about him. He's a really great tactical player for sure. Yeah. Why don't we take a quick break? Yep. Let me get a drink. Yeah. We'll get a drink and then we will work on underutilized factions. Underappreciated factions. Yes. Yeah. And we should mention, guys, that this is purely an observational and experiential yeah. piece. Because, um, you know, to the point it's of not factual earlier, everywhere. Yeah, the point I made earlier, right? Like Michael and the Eye of Horus was saying, like you never see Sons of Horus, like, mm-hmm. and count like six dudes to play Sons of Horus in Edmonton. Exactly. Uh, and you know we've only had like twenty guys, like and we haven't even had twenty guys show up to an event. Yeah. Like, um, so like they're a really popular faction here. Armin's got them. You've got them. Ryan's got them. Jordan's got, got him. Chris Jordan's has got, got him. him. Yeah, I mean, Chris should have been the top of that list because he has like a yeah, full company of. Well, yeah, he has. He has. He has. Well, he has the sons of. He has the sons of horse, and he has the Luna Wolves. Oh, so yeah, he's, that's true. Yeah, I forgot he's hitting both wolves. of them. Yeah, yeah, and and he's got uh, like a whole fucking epic brigade. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, for his his sons of horse as well. Um, he loves yeah. Sons of Horus. He is he is the War Master himself. Yes. Uh, but all right, cool. Uh, let's get a drink. Quick musical right. break. And we'll be back. Okay. All right.
And welcome back to the Death and Betrayal podcast. All right, we're going to chat a little bit about units, or sorry, factions that we mm. wish we saw a little bit more of. We wish got a little bit more love. And again, this is with a hat, an asterisk next to it. This is in our area. We don't see these factions in our area or from the games that we've played. Um, I've been to LVO twice. I don't believe I once saw a Salamander's army there. No. You saw a Raven Guard army there once. Well, yeah, but it was yours. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but yes, so um, I, I guess when when I was thinking about this, uh, it actually came from our last episode when we were talking about the uh, Iron Hands. Oh, I yeah. thought to myself, yep. you know, Iron Hands. You know, we we have a we have one player here, Dan, who yep. uh, plays Iron Hands, and I, I, again, they're one of those factions that. You know, they're from the second book. Yeah, the second book. Um, people don't see them as being competitive or, you know, top effective tier or effective. Or, um, yeah. or they only even, think about them in terms of tank armies. Yes. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I don't want to do a tank army. So, so they just don't give them any love. Yeah. So, and uh, I mean, obviously, we we, were, we workshopped that list, for the listener list there. Um, yeah, for... Uh, so that dark horse yes for dark horse and my god he's if you haven't checked out his oh, yeah, he's yet, just slamming it out he's he, fucking oh probably my, got 2500 but, points in the every, time it takes me to build a model every time i open my instagram he's one of the first ones coming up and i'm just like my god i hate you so much because your stuff is so beautiful and you're doing it so quickly yeah rant over yeah the guy's got a fucking like rumple stiltskin just painting models for him oh like, <laughs> but but yeah check him out uh, Dark is that, Horse. Is that the oh, whatever? That's the right story, but that's not how the fairy tale goes. Yes, I Uncle Stillskin gets the person to spin it into gold, right? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you haven't checked right. him out, please go check out this yeah. uh, Dark Horse painting. Um, we'll have a link in the description as always. Beautifully, he's really just take. Um, I'm I'm looking. Yeah, at it right I like now. his like monochrome. Like I, I'm I'm yeah. getting somewhat into that as well. Yeah. Um. You know, not not monochrome, but keeping my color palettes like really within the same the same wheelhouse. So like yeah. if I'm doing warm colors, like it's all warm colors. Yeah, uh, I agree. you know, and more like maybe maybe I tweak something a little bit, right? Like the ashen claws. Like I did a warm white, I did reds, and then I did like this brownish blackish mm-hmm, mm-hmm. kind of. I tried to make it look like ash, <laughs> like <laughs> um, you know, and then. Obviously, because there's a night lord on the base, that had to be blue. But uh, you know, I accented that with warmer, like you know, some bronzes, and uh-huh, and yeah. hit that with like warm weathering powders. Like the weathering powders that I use are like a dark brown, kind of like a rusty color, and then um, like a uh, um, I'm not really sure what that color would be. Almost like a white sand. Mm-hmm. Like it's still it's still warm. Okay. Right? And then, like, kind of hit those over the whole well, almost thing. Almost a coral. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like a dried coral or, like, a bone color. Yeah, yeah. Right? So, like, still warm. Um, and, like, I just, I really like the way that that came out. Uh, and then I'm trying to do something somewhat similar with my Raven Guard, but obviously the eyes are warm. And the magenta falls, like, right in the middle mm-hmm. of being warm and cool. Uh, so it offsets it nicely. So, actually, I'm going to use magenta on my jump packs for my okay. action claws as well. Makes sense. Yeah. Okay, so back to 
The Sallies. The Salamanders. So I think one of the reasons why they get not as much love as I think they should is because they do have a lot of um, shortcomings. I think it's just because they're boring. Like, they show up, they're Isman 5, and, like, they don't really show up anywhere else. Yeah, they do get um, slaughtered pretty bad. And then they just go back and jack off on Nocturne. <laughs> but I just we just offended every Salamanders player out there. Well, you did. Do yeah, not I let did. me in with yeah. you. I <laughs> am not with sorry, him. Sorry, I, I don't want to spoil it either, but, like, they're, they do show up later. Um, but, yeah. yeah. But, uh, but, so... That could be a one reason. Uh, they have their their shortcomings when it comes to assaulting, charging, running. Um, it's always that minus one penalty. Well, why don't uh, we go through the rules real, real quick? I've got them in front of me. Um, okay. I, I don't I don't know if you have your book or not, but uh, no. Okay, yeah. So uh, you know they get their normal legion of Stardies. They get strength of will. So yep. all units with this special rule automatically pass any fear test. test. Yep. They are called on to make and must re-roll a single D6 when making morale checks and pinning tests are failed. Mm-hmm. Um, so really good. They're hard as nails. Uh, they're fearless in kind of a roundabout way. Yes. Um, but they're also like, it's tough to get them to stop moving once they are moving. Yes. Uh, or to get them out of combat. Promethean Gift, so all hand flamers, flamers, and heavy flamers used by models. Mm-hmm. With this special rule, gain plus one strength to their listed profile. So it's pretty good. Strength six, heavy flamers. Yes. Um, Which I'll be discussing later. Yeah, just fucking instant death. <laughs> Goddamn militia. Yeah. Like, no wonder they poured them into like the Imperial, you know, the traitor army. Mm-hmm. Uh, Honeyspan five. The special rule also extends to all vehicles used by the detachment containing units with this rule. In addition, all enemy flamer type attacks are at minus one strength when used against models with this rule. <clears throat> and Nocturne Born, all units with the Legion Sturdy Salamander special rule do not add their initiative score to their sweeping advance rolls and reduce their randomly rolled run and charge distances by minus one to a minimum of one inch. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I don't know. Is like Nocturne just like really like gravity, and they're just not used to it. I I, I don't really know why. Uh, that's the no, case. You know, it's funny because it <laughs> it was that Nocturne had higher gravity. Oh. Back in third edition, so which made no sense. Further, you'd be you think they'd be faster. That was the argument a lot of people. Uh, I'm not sure what the um reasoning is now. Yeah. Whatever. Um, but it's yeah, good. it's it's it, a good like takeaway, right? Um, it it just kind of fits that like once they get moving, they don't stop, but they're not moving mm-hmm. fast. Yeah, yeah. I I like it. It 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 fits. You gotta have you gotta have you know. Yeah. Give I, a little. You gotta take a little. But I feel I feel like a lot of people focus on that, and trust me, as a as a person who has played salamanders in the past, having that minus one on your charge, it it literally I failed a two inch charge. Oh. Well, I mean, yeah, but you also get like dragon scale storm shields. So, okay, we will get into that. There, <laughs> this is I'm just saying that I have it has happened to me because the salamanders were the second army I did for 30k. Yeah. Um, then we also have the stained of the dark age, right? No, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, you're yeah. right. I see it there. It's in Legion specific restriction. Yes. Which is like not a thing in any other Legion. No. Um, 
I did look at this. I just read it. I just didn't read the title all the way through. Um, so, yeah, Mortok consoles, destroyer units may not be used in Salamander's Legion primary detachment, mm-hmm. nor may Phosphex weapons be taken as an option or used by any model in a Salamander's Legion primary detachment. Again, I'm sure I feel like a lot of people are focusing on this as a big massive negative. Yeah, I mean, if you really wanted to be like a dink and you really wanted to use those in Salamanders, just as in your primary detachment, mm-hmm. right? So just take like a secondary detachment of Salamanders. Yeah. Put them I in feel, there. I feel um, like you're missing the point of it. Yeah, yeah, don't do point. it. Don't do it's it. Not, it's not thematic, but um, you know. I don't know, unless you fucking really, really want to. You could say, like, oh, these are the Terran ones, and they just don't care about anybody. But um, even the Terran ones were pretty nice guys. Yeah, yeah. Like, we're, we're, we're literally talking about the the nice guys of the of the Space Marine Legions here. These guys were, you know. Yeah, they're part of the Trefoil. Yeah. So, you know, they're, they're, they're the nice guys. They really do not believe in the chemical warfare, yep. which really puts them as a polar opposite to the Death Guard. Yeah. Um, and then we have what the right of war coming um, fire. Yeah, well, so first they get Legion specific war gear and they've got they've got oh, a yeah. couple like nice little bumps. So they've got artificer weapons, so all characters with the Salamander special rule, including unit sergeants, etc., mm-hmm. may apply the master crafted special rule to a single weapon they possess for five points, which is cheap as chips. Yes, it is. Which weapon this is must be noted on their army list before the battle begins. So if you're in an event, you can't be like, okay. This time it's his combi weapon, but then mm-hmm. when you get to game two, it's his power, power. sword. Yeah, like you got to choose it. Like I don't know, I would say before that, but I don't know. It, it depends on how your shit gets run in your meta. Yeah, um, I like. I'll probably do this in the future, but I like the two list method. Like Infinity does that. Like you can bring okay. two lists, and then you can choose which list to use. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so Dragon Steel Storm Shield. This prototype war gear may be taken by Salamander's models in Terminator armor mm-hmm. or by independent characters and must be shown on the model. Dragon Scale Storm Shield provides a 5 plus invulnerable save or increases an invulnerable save the model already has by 1. Mm-hmm. So it's basically the Storm Shield from yeah. um, the Imperial Fists. Yes. Uh, the model may not claim an additional attack for a second weapon in close combat because their hand is busy <laughs> and this option costs 10 points per model for an independent character not in terminator armor but any model in terminator armor may exchange their combi bolter for five points so you still don't get to shoot yeah um, you can shoot you can have a bolt pistol if you want on your independent character but uh they also get the mantle of the elder drake and this is huge and yeah, then, oh, uh, so big yeah 20 points and your praetor gets um eternal yeah. warrior yeah so no yeah, instant nice. killing him unless it's a yeah. D weapon. Yeah. Or exactly. strength ten. Yep. Um Oh no, it can That still doesn't kill you. Still doesn't kill you. No, you're right. No. Um because otherwise only, it'd be like instant death in prime hearts left, right? It's, it's only D weapons. Um well, I think even... it, Well no, because it causes wounds. Yeah. yeah so it doesn't instant wounds. kill you, but it causes the number, number of, wounds, of wounds, which yeah. is yep. usually like if you roll six, I if you roll six yeah. on the D weapon, I believe it's just six wounds right there. Yeah, so I mean that'll like and no invulnerable saves allowed, so out the window he's dead. Yeah, uh, but which, I mean, which is part of the reason that like you know Magnus was such an issue because it's like oh nice fucking Primark mm-hmm. squish. <laughs> like, yeah, 
Uh, I did it on purpose. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, in, in particular, like, if I was to run Korax against him, like, mm-hmm. he'd be fucking turfed. Because Korax, I run by himself. And, like, yeah. I, would, I would probably run Sanguinius 50 50 by himself, 50% of the time by himself. No, yeah. Time, and that's breakers. A tar- but, but you, you can um, target them through uh, terrain. No, yeah. no, like, you just yeah. target them. Like, yeah, well, and Korax's entire reason, like, why you want him to, like, zip around by himself is that, like, you can't target him unless he's the closest, unless you're a Primarch or Psyker. Mm-hmm. And Magnus is both. <laughs> yeah, or, so... or a demon. So he's just like, oh, a nice, like, Korax, enjoy your, like, five plus and vulnerable save. Yeah, oh, wait, yeah, yeah. you don't get that because it's a D weapon. Squish. So, yeah. yeah, you're dead. Take that 450 <laughs> points off the table. Um, anyway. Uh, Purging Flame, any heavy bolters slash twin-linked heavy bolters in the Salamander's Legion detachment may be exchanged for heavy flamers or Mm twin-linked heavy flamers, respectively at no cost. This option must be represented on the model. Any Salamander's model eligible to take a plasma pistol may instead take an Inferno pistol at the same cost given their army list entry. So also only available to the Blood Angels and Mm -hmm. the um, fucking Auxilia. Uh, the solar auxilia uh yeah so um really good uh, yeah. i i would probably do it especially if the vehicle you know has fast or something um yeah. and that's something i'm going to be talking about when we get to it yep yeah it, exactly right so like fucking you get that plus one oof like yeah, now, now you got strength six ep four heavy flamers well that's just now now take, that, take those grenadiers or those solar auxilia right off the table well see and that's the thing like my my thought process is because you can replace any heavy bolter or twin linked heavy bolter mm-hmm. um you know what has comes with stock with heavy bolters jet bikes oh yeah <laughs> now imagine oh excuse me uh yep. four three or four or five jet bikes racing up on a large militia squad and just flaming them yeah just nice nice shred and rending wall, idiots. yeah yeah you're you're dead yeah. just take them off the board um and even just even doing that using something like that against you know terminators tactical marines it's the volume yeah. of attacks. Yeah, you're wounding on twos you're wounding on twos right it's the volume of mm-hmm. hits you're gonna get that is just gonna wear them down like um but uh, i i digress I, i'm getting i'm getting ahead of myself here so um so one of the things uh, I I that's one of the things I do like about them is the heavy heavy flamers the plus one strength heavy flamers it's huge. Um, yeah. Again, another thing you could do is um, a heavy support squad with heavy flamers mm-hmm. in a zone mortalis game. That's almost it's almost an instant. You should you should almost always take that if you're yeah. playing salamanders in zone mortalis heavy oh, yeah. flamers. Oh my god! Like, uh, the brutality. Six was shred. Like, yeah, winning on twos, rerolling ones. Yeah, um, just I, turn that corridor to slag. Exactly. It doesn't matter what it is in front of you. It's most likely going to die just from the sheer volume of hits. Yeah. Um, fire Drake Terminators are Fire Drake Terminators. They are fucking stellar um, models. Uh, yeah, they're a gorgeous models. model, um, and they're a stellar unit too. Yeah, the pyroclast. I, I I guess when it came to the pyroclast, I always had a, I I liked the idea that you could switch between that melta light melta and that you know flamer, 
but I felt like they were a jack of all trade and a master of none. They never did anything really well, and I think a heavy a heavy support squad with heavy flamers would be more useful than a fire drake squad. Now that's my opinion. If you don't agree with us or don't agree with me, let me know. You know, I think set... I think through pattern storm shields on them, like dragon scale pattern storm shields on them. Mm-hmm. And just start throwing those guys into shit like tactical squads, mm-hmm. big scoring units, like something that you know it's like, okay, I'm not gonna get rid of that. Like uh, you know, um like what's uh what's Josh run? Doesn't he run like a twenty man um tactical squad with like a fucking apothecary in it? Mm, does he? He might, yeah, I think he does. It might be Josh, it might be Bill. I can't. Gary likes smaller units, so I know. Oh well, I know, I know, I know. Flack used to do that. Okay, it was damn near impossible to get his. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to do that with his fucking death guard. He did that with his death guard, and he well, he learned the trick when he he did with his uh, iron hands. Okay. Iron hands, uh, iron warriors. Oh, I didn't know iron he had warriors. iron warriors. Yeah, he that had iron warriors. Time. Oh yeah, that was long but, before your time. Uh, yeah, like you're not gonna, you're not going to move that unit off of a fucking objective. So no. like you just go and throw fire drakes into it, and they'll probably mulch it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then good luck moving the fire drakes off of that objective now. Oh yeah, yeah. But you also you know more or less take take them out of the game. Well, right. the one thing one thing with the fire drakes, um, is. Now, I learned this from Darren. Darren couldn't understand when I was playing with Salamanders why I was taking Thunderhammers. Mm-hmm. Because you can take Chain Fists. So you can for have, price. for the yep. same price, yep. you can have these, you know, uh, three plus invulnerable, two plus armor, um, Chain Fist guys just tearing vehicles up, super heavies up, just everything in their path getting torn up. I stuck with uh, Thunderhammers, but he let me know how how great and how effective Chain Fists would have been over those Thunderhammers. Again, I wanted to keep it thematic. I kept yeah. it. I, I, yeah, I, I mean, love it's, them. It's what, what do you like on the model, right? Like, yeah. I, I, would, I would probably agree with that, but mm. I still like the look of a Thunderhammer. Like, yeah, you'll probably get more mileage out of a Chain Fist. Yeah. But I would probably just keep them with power weapons, to be honest with you. Like, they're already 275 points, but mm-hmm. they're weapon skill 5. Mm-hmm. Throw a mixture of, like, swords and axes in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, maybe just for good measure, throw a couple Thunderhammers or Chain well, they come with they come with Thunderhammers. That's the thing. So Okay, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. you don't even have to convert them. Yeah, so I, I throw a couple Chain Fists in there and call it a day. Yeah, yeah. I have to agree with that. Throw a couple chain fists in just in case you run into a door yeah. or whatever. Um, and then actually, because they're thunder hammers, if you wanted to change a couple to axes, you mm. just snip the head off. Glue yeah. an axe head on there. Nice and easy. Well, and here's the thing. like Another thing, um, going back to like the whole 20-man squads with apothecary in it, mm-hmm. how, how dangerous with a 5-man or 10-man fire drake squad with a Primus Medicaid in it? You almost, you almost don't even need them because, I mean, they're two wounds, right? So, yeah. like, that's why you don't want to throw them up against, like, another Terminator squad that's loaded up with Power Fist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Say, it, like, I don't know if it's, like, Phoenix Terminators. Fucking just throw them into that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get rid of those guys. Yeah. Uh, you know, or uh, Crimson Paladins, actually. You could throw them into Crimson Paladins for some reason. Loyalists. Yeah. I... <laughs> or, you know, you were playing Traitor Salamanders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And, the, or, or you know, if the other guy was playing Trader Blood Angels, well, um, 
the one thing I'm going to say is a lot of people think that you need to do two two wound terminator two wound terminators versus two wound terminators. You don't want to do that. Yeah, you want to throw them somewhere else. You want to throw them at the squishy guys. Yeah. Take mm-hmm. a regular terminator squad to fight another terminator squad. Yeah, save yourself or points. Just shoot them. Because remember, what I like to do. Power fists are still going to instant kill a two wound terminator. Thunderhammers yeah. are still going to instant kill. Chain fists are still going to instant kill. It doesn't matter how many wounds. The wounds are more for when you're going up against large term or tactical squads. You know, mm-hmm. squishy stuff. That's where those wounds are going to have their benefit. Going head to head, two wound terminators on two wound terminators is just it's 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 just pointless. Yeah, you know, because most most if not all terminators are pretty much running power fist chain fist or thunder hammers they're they you want to get those instant kills unless you're alex and fucking running chain um, axes just power axes yeah well I, I mean i have power axes on my world eater well, yeah yeah that's one true. set of world yep. eater terminators like so i i mean and again that 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 unit the tartarus terminator squad that i built for my world leaders was specifically designed for more or um zone mortalis games yeah. Um. So they were going literally after the squishy, soft guys, you know, not other terminators. They're not another terminator hunting unit. That's point again, pointless. Um. You also have your power class. Uh. See the the power class. Oh. Uh. It's just me. Just make okay. a note. Yeah. Um. The power class. Yeah. So let me ask you this: like, you know, you, you want to see more of them. Why do you want to see more of them? I will one they're they're a fantastic army. Two, um, I just don't see enough of them. I I love the green. I love the green color. I love that they have these limitations, um, that give them more. Uh, they they it makes them stand out compared to other. It gives them more. Uh, what's the word? Um, what's the word I'm looking for? It gives them more uh, personality. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And. You know, I, I feel like everybody focuses on their see I, I think drawbacks and not their I don't think but, that's why. Um I'm sure that has like for some people definitely. Mm-hmm. Some people are probably like, Oh, they're not super good. Um, or you know, they don't want to think about how to make them good. Mm-hmm. But you know, you run into scenarios where people want to make the army good or f- try to find ways to make it work when they actually find it interesting. And I think the salamanders are just kind of bland, like from a lore perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like there's there's the there's not a right of war that allows you to take termites, and I wish that there was. Yeah. Ironically, destroyers can take termites, but you can't fucking take destroyers in a primary detachment of salamanders. Mm-hmm. Um, and like there's there's a, a, a legendary battle in the black books where it's like the battle of antarctica mm-hmm. and the emperor's like fuck like i'm not going to be able to crack this nut just fucking send in the sallies well they weren't the salamanders yet so mm-hmm. you know just send in the seventh and they're like um all right like let's take these termite drills just into this fucking mountain and then they're like, all right, these guys died. Like, let's get ready for a full frontal assault. I guess we'll just lose a bunch of dudes. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the ground starts rumbling. Explosions start coming out because, like, you just couldn't kill the salamanders. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're like, renowned for being sent into just these fucking hellhole, mm-hmm. um, you know, absolute zero survivability scenarios. And then they come out and they make it happen. Mm-hmm. Like, you just can't stop them. Yeah. Um, and then 
you know, I think they they fall into that same trap that all the Istvan Five Loyalist Legions do, like all three of them, mm-hmm. which is like they don't do too much afterwards, right? The the remnants of the Iron Hands after Fulgrim die or after um, Ferris dies, like yeah. half of them are just fucking nut jobs, and then the mm-hmm. other half are like following Shadrach Medusin around, or they're on the Sisyphean, and you know they're fighting a shadow war, but they're more of a shattered legions than an Iron Hands anymore. Yeah. Right. And uh, and I think I think that's kind of why they get they get chapped a little bit as well. Mm. Um, and then Raven Guard are probably in that same thing. And, and to be fair, a lot of people find the Raven Guard a little bit boring. But, you know, I like espionage novels. I like special ops. Mm-hmm. I like the sneaky aspect. Um, yeah, you know, and I, and I like I like the flexibility that comes out of them. But mm-hmm. I do like the lore as well. Right. I like I like the fact that Corax is just a survivor. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and he thinks he's the only guy who got off the planet, but you know, we, we don't need to go into that cause I'm not doing Raven guard. Although, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing more Raven guard. Mm-hmm. I like being the only Raven guard player at the same time. <laughs> um, you know, we're the only active one right now. Yeah. Uh, cause I don't know. It's, it's what I've played the longest and, and I'm good with it and I like it. And it's just kind of, it's become synonymous with me. Yeah. 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 But um, yeah, I, I I agree with you there. Um, I, I I think it would be nice to see more salamanders. I'm glad that norms kind of come around. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that we're going to see a little bit more out of them. Um, you know, when if we can do an Isvan five, that'll be awesome. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I'm I don't want to fight him again, so I'm glad I always play loyalist because <laughs> I got absolutely fucking shit kicked. Oh really? Um, yeah, I did. I lost like 27 to like two or something. Um, Yeah. But this is my first game. I had no idea what I was doing. And I was just like, Hey, Primark fight would be cool. And I like threw Korax in there (laughs) and he just like smacked him once. And then Korax is concussed. Mm. He just keeps like whacking him while he's on the ground. I was just like, I guess I shouldn't have done that. (laughs) Well, I I mean, I mean, I, the lore wise, you're right. Like the, 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 the salamanders, they don't have the richness of, say, something like the World Eater or Sons of Horus, um, Blood Angels. Like they're they're, I guess, for a lack of a better term, they're like yeah. the superheroes. Kind of boring. Yeah, kind of. You know, just goody two shoes. Didn't yeah. do anything. You know, nothing super noteworthy because. You know, they were just kind of... Yeah, they just went back to Nocturne. I, like yeah. they, I haven't read uh, The Damnation of Pythos. I think they have like a pretty central focus on that. Mm. So maybe that would change my mind. I, I don't know. But, um, you know, I mean, most of us, probably 90% of us, I don't know. And I assume most of the people who are still listening to the show this, this far in mm. are doing it because, you know, we like the lore we pick our legions based on what, you know, what entertains us, what yes. pulls us in, what hooks us in yeah. and less so about, you know, what the rules do, but I'm sure that does dissuade some people from really jumping all the way in. Yes. Right. If their meta is real fucking nasty, um, you know, or if it's always chasing the next hot thing, mm-hmm. like if it's mm-hmm. kind of treating it a little bit 40 K ish maybe then yeah, you might not want to do it, but you know, um, I actually I, I don't know why Norm went with the salamanders. I'm not. Do Do you know why he went with them? I'm not sure, but I feel like yeah. it's a good question to ask him. 
Yeah, probably would be. Um, I'll reach out to him. See yeah, what he says. I'll ask him sometime. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I don't know why he picked him, but I'm sure there's a reason, right? Just like I'm sure people look at it and they're like, why the fuck did this guy like do Raven Guard? Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, and yeah, I mean, it, all right. It means like my army can't play in every event. I got to do other armies, but that's fine because I'm a fanboy. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I mean. I wish we saw more of them because I do think they're good as, as the heresy progresses. They are um, less involved or less prominent. Um, yeah. Yeah. They're less prominent for sure, but maybe that'll re-inspire some people. Like mm-hmm. maybe we'll see it cycle back around, right? Like Emperor's children. Perfect example. Exactly. If yeah. we were, if we were having this conversation two years ago and be like, man, I wish I saw more Emperor's children, but Theo would have had the only one. And then I would have had that small one still. Yeah. Yeah. Two years ago. Um, which honestly, like it hadn't come out of a box in forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, now we've got, we've got Ryan, we've got Theo, we've got yourself doing one. Um, mm-hmm. we've got, you know, Tyler down in Calgary, uh, is busting one together or yeah. he's had it for a while. Actually, he's had it for quite some time, but Badinsky um, has it. Badinsky's um, got some, yeah. Uh, I don't think he's ever busted them out yet, but I think he's still painting them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're fucking, they're pain in the ass to paint. I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know now we've got all these guys that play it yeah uh, but we're still like we're at one iron hands we had no black shields players right um which is kind of part of the reason why i started doing them yeah yeah no no black shields uh, a couple shattered legions yeah um, yeah exactly so i mean like you know we'll talk more about on those ones yeah at, yeah like another another point but um we're getting getting kind of long in the <laughs> tooth here today so um so yeah, any, but yeah. Any closing comments on the sound? I I would just say they are better than they seem on paper. You can have a lot of fun with them. Spam those flamers, and I'd love to see more salamanders armies out there. I mean, I yeah. love the army. I love the color. The lore is a little meh, but yeah. still. But if you're trying to be different, yeah. Oh yeah. Good opportunity to be different. And yeah. Stand some, out in the crowd. Some cool ways to do it. Right. You just gotta be bright green armor. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like we were saying in like you know early season one. You just gotta think beyond the um like points to output mm-hmm. ratio mm-hmm. and start thinking about what can we twist this on. Right. Um tarantula is like a perfect example. One of those units that we were like, Oh my god, like nobody takes these. Um mm-hmm. again, I was listening to the last I Horse episode and Tim was saying that like he took a couple tarantulas in in a list and like mm. they fucking did some heavy lifting like just, nice. just twin linked last cannon shots yeah yeah like 45 points and just like you know you get that lucky shot through and that's like okay cool like i i took care of that contemptor that was going to cause me a lot of problems or, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know you took that last hull point off a knight mm-hmm, that yeah. you really needed um and it you know it freed freed your units up to do something else more important yeah exactly. you shoot with it first or something right so yeah cool cool things to do um yeah i just i i like i said I, we don't know what it's like in other places yeah but yeah, in just our for era, us, we got one guy we got one guy like yeah and he's and, new so like we really didn't have any until very recently you know <laughs> and just it's like i love to see them more they're a great army i mean i would i can't see myself doing one anytime soon i considered redoing mine but you know that's in the future that's not anytime soon yeah. uh but you wanted to discuss yeah, originally I was going to chat Solar Ox, um, but maybe we'll do that one next time, or we're going to do a Solar Ox list next okay. episode. So oh, Okay, perfect. Yeah, maybe I'll just wrap that in with that. But Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we were talking earlier that I'm, I'm, my jeans are always two inches short <laughs> because of uh, because of the um, 
imperial cult and militia mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh that's come back around because i found like my my helmets that i had, had drawn up yep. from like ages ago and uh i've just i've still had these arvis lighters forever but mm-hmm. there's so many cool and different things you can do within like the imperial militia that i'm yeah. just i'm shocked that we don't see more of it uh, and, and i mean uh, i've got I do... two guys now i guess I... I do agree with you, and it's also like it's such an easy transition from the Imperial Guard. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, or, so I tried to like Guard. I tried to wrangle one guy in who did play Imperial Guard in like seventh edition. And I was like, yeah. "Yeah, come try Heresy; it's awesome." And then he like went up against like a min max Mechanicum list, and he was like, "Fuck you, fuck your Heresy; I'm never playing it again." Mm. Um, and I was like, "Yeah, I don't blame you. You didn't even make it to the end of turn two. Like, that's not worth driving over to the game store and setting your models up." Yeah. Um. And, uh, but it's, yeah, it's just, there's something so, I don't know, romantic mm-hmm. about being just this fucking lowly human drafted. Like you're just, you're a number and you're nothing else. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But you can also make a really elite army at the same time. Uh, you know, you don't have to do just mass hordes or you don't have to do just tanks. Mm-hmm. And so I'm shocked that we don't see more of it. Um, I mean, I've had this idea forever. I just couldn't decide on the type of unit I wanted to run mm-hmm. uh, or the type of model I wanted to run. Um, but I've always wanted to do just Grenadiers and Arvis Lighters backed up by something. And then it's an easy allied detachment I can create to roll in with my Raven Guard or I can you know, build other allied detachments to go mm-hmm. along with it, whether that's a Night House or Mechanicum or um, you know, Blood Angels or... Uh, fucking i mean you could put the wolves in there but humans don't like fighting with the wolves too much yeah um you know you can do like anything under the sun uh and it just adds some again something different right which is what i always love doing so like i know we've got we've got Mackenzie down in calgary and she's mm. got like ab human helots i think she runs yeah. i think they both run ab human helots and do they both run survivors i'm not I, okay, well, I know Aaron does like, and and it, it was awesome actually because I'd already had the Arvis lighters built, mm-hmm. and like you know I'd already had a, a test model done up, which is funny because now I'm rounding back to that original test model to be like, yeah. you know what, I'm into it, like let's do it, um, and uh, and I, I rolled up against Aaron at, at an event, and I saw him start taking Arvis lighters out, and I saw him t- start taking like Kazarkins out, and I was like. <gasps> <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, like I was like, Do you have grenadiers and arvis lighters and like a fucking um uh thunderbolt? And he was like, Yeah. And I was like, That's amazing. And I like whipped my quartermaster out. I was like, I've been tinkering with like pretty much the exact same list. It was a little bit different, didn't have yeah. the same didn't have like really any tanks or anything in it and his his did. And I had he had like an Aegis and a Bane Blade and like Command Squad and uh I think he had a few Lehman Russes and stuff. So he had a little more like table presence than I had planned to have, um, but I was just like, Oh my God. And then he beat me and I was like, I'm so happy that this strategy works. <laughs> like, um, but, yeah, but I'm pretty sure that Mackenzie's, I believe she is running ab human. Um, I know she's running ab human helots, but I don't know what her other provenance is. Um, uh, I know, I, I know Aaron read ab ran ab human helots and, um, survivors. So that way they were toughness four and, mm-hmm three plus wounds and then uh or sorry um three plus save mm-hmm. and then you know threw a medicaid in there uh so that way like you just you can't get rid of them um and and that's like 
that, that's an easy one to do. Um, and I'm not being critical of his hobby, but when I think of that, I think of squats. Okay. Like I would want to see that as squats and like with drills, like, cause I mean, you're tough. Like it's basically squats, like you're power yeah. armored, like toughness for dudes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right? Um, and you can, you can take bolters. He took Lazlocks and like added the, uh, the plus one strength. So they were like strength five Lazlocks, which work out pretty well actually because they're ballistic skill four. So they're only shooting one shot, but the shots wound on threes. So, um, I don't know. It's probably exactly the same as a bolt gun in terms of efficacy, but it's probably cheaper mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. than buying Grenadier's bolt gun. So I get it. I respect it. And Kazarkins are sick models. So they are. Yeah. Um, but like, for example, myself, I used a Vansar model because um, they've kind of got that that high tech look, mm-hmm. and I'm hoping that it can kind of sate like my desire for high tech somewhat clean aesthetics Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so yeah it's just it's one of those things where like there's so many things you can pull from you we talked about that um we talked about that miniature war so uh miniature um i can't even remember what it is but i'll put it in the show notes but he did the geno 5 too okay the the hobby sabbatical Mm -hmm. oh yeah 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 yeah, like huge amounts of creativity absolutely Mm -hmm. gorgeous like you know, no, he's he's not playing that in any particular reason because he's like, this is going to be super effective. He's going to do what he can to, you know, close off some gaps. But it's like, cool, what do I do? How do I like this? Like, what kind of force do I want to run? Do you want mm-hmm. it to be, uh, do you want it to be small and elite and high tech? Or do you want it to be like rabble? Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Jordan is working on one actually uh, to ally in. Because um, he's doing Luther Luther's Angels. Okay. Yeah. 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 And so I was like, do an Army of Dark Compliance, man, because like that that's a world where like the you know the Imperial Army of Caliban has like a big presence, and and mm. it was a world that survived the Dark Age. Mm. So I was like, you know, um, I had a I had a spare um, a Crusader kicking around. So I was like, take this Crusader, man, like. Give him an iron halo, like take mm-hmm. survivors of the dark age, give him an iron halo and a cyber familiar, which is the shield. Mm-hmm. Now you've got a three plus invulnerable save, right? Um, and then give him a power sword and take, um, uh, oh, what is it? Well, I got the book right in front of me. Um, I'm just drawing a blank on the provenance that, uh, yeah, I don't know the plus one weapon skill, feral warriors. I don't know right, the so, I don't know the militia well enough to even yep. help you with this. No, no, it's feral warriors, right? So like yeah. feral warriors puts the weapon skill up by one to a maximum of four, right? So everyone's a little bit better with swords. Grenadiers can swap their um, their carbines for close combat weapons. So you know I was like, or or keep them as grenadiers and give them keep them with guns because Caliban had guns. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and those only would have got better after the Imperium showed up. So, oh yeah, for like, sure. Scions, like Tempestus Scions, they have like a knight-looking cuirass as carapace armor, and uh, and they have a uh, you know hotshot lasgun, um, which you can use as since you're ta- if if you're since you're taking survivors of the Dark Age, I think he is. I think he's taking survivors and feral warriors. Mm-hmm. Um, then all of a sudden, you know, you've got a three-plus grenadier. Because they did have like uh, you know a type of power armor, mm-hmm. it's described in the in the novels, and you you know you've got a grenadier who's going to be good in close combat, 
and you know give him a sword or give the sergeant a sword and and it fits in it looks so thematic uh and now so he's working on caliban jaggers right like the, the imperial army is listed all over the place and there's so much inspiration mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. the um there's the uh g9k division kill right and they're they're described as having like semi-powered armor underneath dusters like hmm. mix some skitari bits with I don't know like Van Sar legs or or even just you know some power armored legs or sisters legs or something like that mm-hmm. um, uh, or actually you could use I, I, I know this happens all the time but you could use Kriegers for it like Krieg grenadiers for it because oh, yeah. they're they're mostly covered up by the duster by the long coat right yeah yeah and then their G9K division kill like why would their faceplate not be a skull mm-hmm. um mm-hmm they don't get like too much they don't get too much of a description uh in um uh, a thousand sons there's the unit of like you know they're kind of like modern day troopers almost but they have a full face encompassing helmet that looks like a, a um looks like a reptile and they're used to like high altitude or something like that they, mm. they're on when uh, when the thousand sons meet up with russ and the wolves to bring that planet into compliance oh, okay yeah, like they're listed there. Like, I mean, they're all they're all over the place, and they're a staple of the heresy. Yes, and we just don't see them. Like, you know, I'd love to see them more in just even allied slots. Yeah, I mean, there's so much you can do with them, right? You can make some crazy ass vehicles to represent Oroxes or mm-hmm. um, to represent rhinos. Because if you take survivors of the Dark Age, you can take rhinos or land raiders. And actually, that's gonna that's gonna spin me off in a slightly different direction for like a half second. Okay. Um, again, I was listening to the last I Horus podcast, mm-hmm. and I made a pledge on that where it was like all games in 2021. Um, uh, you know, unless I go to an event that says like otherwise, mm-hmm. um, all land raiders are gonna be capacity 12. All Dracosans are going to be capacity 21. All Oroxes and Rhinos are going to be capacity 11. Hmm. So if we play a game with those, I don't think it'll change anything I'm doing, but, yeah. um, you know, if because, like, especially Land Raiders, like, the 12 capacity turns into such an issue. Because hmm. then if you want to take two special weapons in your Grenadiers, your only transport option is the Arvis Lighter, the uh, Drill, or the... Um, and the drill is new. So before that, it was the Arvis Lighter or a Gorgon Assault Transport. Yeah. <clears throat> right? And you don't need a super heavy to transport 12 guys around. Yeah. Um, so it's just like, and, and I mean, think about it too, right? Like how much bigger is a Space Marine than a fucking regular dude? <laughs> like you're telling me 10 Space Marines or 10 regular dudes can fit in that thing? Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> like... it, I mean, it doesn't work out that way. I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah, you could probably fit even more regular humans in there. But anyways, I'm jumping on the I Horus Pledge. 2021, all games I play that have those, I'm willing to play with those rules just to help test them out. Sounds good to me. I'm up get, for it too. Get what we need to go. Uh, I mean, it's not going to affect my militia at all because they're all in Arvis letters. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some tanks, but... Uh, I want, to, I want to get like a Macarius, or like a Lupercal pattern tank. Okay. Just because I like that back set. And then if I do any Lehman Russes, I'm going to convert them out of Chimeras, back set them. Hmm. But anyways, yeah. Again, I know this has been like a little disjointed, especially for my section. 
but oh, both it's like 11.30 at night, and we worked all day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I got a massage at like 5, so okay. I've been sleeping. Yeah, sleeping. Yeah, again, I didn't want to just jump down the like, oh, why the fuck didn't I see more Raven Guard? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, for one thing, I don't want you to play Raven Guard if you live in Alberta. Yes. Yeah, because I want to be the only guy. I want to be special. <laughs> well, I mean, Darren does technically have some. Yeah, he still has it. Yeah. Um, and he plays it different from I do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys do not play it the same way at all. No. <clears throat> and I mean, that's one of the reasons I like him, right? And that's one of the reasons that, uh, you know, I, I, I like the militia so much. Like, there's so much that can be done. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And uh, actually, Chris is working on some as well just as like a little allied detachment for his um his sons of horus void company okay okay yeah but uh and you know he's he's doing some conversions with um gene stealer cults and adding bits and um i think he's got like a cool 3d printable file for like sentinels that i'm going to steal makes Mm. them kind of look like titanfall mechs Oh, cool. I'm like, oh, that would work perfect with my high-tech fucking ultra killers. Um, Very interesting. Yeah, I, like I, I think I'm going to go... I don't think I'm going to do survivors. I might I might do survivors just to give them, like, the extra armor save, and then mm-hmm. I don't need to get, like, medics and convert medics up. Okay. Um, but uh, I think I'm going to go... I'm going to go Alcum Jackers just because, again, they're coming out, like, yeah, they've got good armor, but then you want them to, like, hold that line while the rest the rest of the army moves up to come up and get them for sure. Yeah. Oh, I hear you. Yeah. So well, I don't know. That's it for me. Sorry guys. Again, um, the, the, uh, technical difficulties kind of threw us for a bit of a loop. Yeah. We had a plan. We had a plan a lot, you know, on Saturday night there and it just kind of got poo pooed on by the Omnisire. Yeah. Uh, little, yeah. So, a um, yeah, a little hiccup, but, uh, check us out on Instagram at the DAB podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, check us out on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash DAB podcast. Uh, if you want us to do a listener list, uh, or, uh, yeah, I don't know if you want to come on the show, just send us an email. I'm not super good at asking people, but, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, I'm willing to, I'm willing to entertain somebody for 25 minutes or 30 <laughs> minutes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, don't feel pressure. Don't feel like you have to. Uh, send us an email uh, at deathbetrayal at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to check out Little Legend Studios Patreon. Um, Matt Kane has joined the Matt Kane has joined the battle, mm-hmm. um, and uh, he's ready to actually. His his slots might be all full up now. Uh, by the really? time it comes out, yeah. Um, well, he he still works full time, so he's not doing he's not oh, doing okay. this full time. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, all he's he's going to be doing a whole a whole series as well. So our our the amount of content that you get out of the Patreon is going to go up. Okay. So your cool. your value is going to increase through mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, go check it out, Little Legend Studio on Patreon. Don't forget to check out littlelegendstudio.com, dot uh, especially if you're interested in Return to Istvan. Um, join the Return to Istvan Facebook group. Uh, if, if, again, if you're interested or if you're working on anything, mm-hmm. we're all trying to keep each other motivated in there. Yeah. Uh, and there'll be updates coming through that, that group quite a bit too. Um, and then don't forget to check out dark horse painting and I don't remember the Geno five, two guy, but he'll be in the show notes. So check him out as well. Uh, it's something like miniature scale war zones, I think. 
Um, hmm. It's something like that. It's something yeah, scalable. Yeah. So, uh, you know what? My Instagram's open. Mm, that's not going to be as easy as I thought. Um, quarter scale war zones. There it is. There you go. Yep. Nick Quinga. I hope I pronounced that right. I apologize if I butchered it. I did <laughs> not mean to. Uh, but quarter scale miniature or quarter scale war zones. Check him out. Uh, and then check out Craig at Craig or the Barbarian. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And am I missing anything? I don't think so. Nope. Can't think of anything off the top of my head. Okay. Perfect. Uh, we're going to hit the bunks, but mm-hmm. you guys mm-hmm. make sure that you keep those Geller fields up. Take care. Fucking thing sucks. We'll do it live.